Hi, friends, and welcome to The Afterword, a podcast where we meet up to have a deeper conversation about the truths we're studying in the Bellevue Women Bible Study each week. I'm your host, Donna Gaines, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Jean Stockdale and Dana Street. We are currently in Matthew 5 in our spring study, This Present Kingdom, The Disruptive Message on the Sermon of the Mount. Today, we walk through verses 21 through 30, where Jesus exposes the distance between external appearances and internal transformation. You're listening to The Afterword. Well, ladies, wow. Was the Lord digging deep or what? (laughs) Oh my goodness, the Spirit of God was really moving among our women. I sat in a different spot than I typically did and just got a chance to visit and speak to a few different ladies than I typically see. And I just sensed the Spirit moving as Mm. we're being confronted, if you will, through the Word of God, by the Spirit of God, that we focus on externals and we begin to more fully grasp this deep internal work that the Lord is doing in each one of our hearts. It was an awesome message. Mm -hmm. That's right. And just a few ouches here and there as I was studying (laughs) and preparing and looking at motives Mm -hmm. and attitudes. And even part of taking your offering when you're offering Mm -hmm. it at the altar and realizing someone has something against you, Mm -hmm. but wondering too, sometimes, you know, have I offended someone unknowingly, you know, that the Lord allows the Holy Spirit to really just search you Mm -hmm. completely. And that's obviously what his intention is, is to go much deeper. Yes, yes. I, l- I love that phrase. Uh, it's deeper than you it's think. I believe it's much, deeper than, it's much <laughs> deeper than that. Yes, yes. That's right. Dana, what stood yeah. out to you this week? Well, I really loved what you said today about gospel goodness yes. versus religious righteousness. Oh, Tim Keller. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm just telling yeah. you, that is so where God wants us to be, Right, is to realize that when he does that internal work in our lives, Mm -hmm. that it is goodness that is coming out. And it's goodness that he is doing the work in us. Right. It's Holy Spirit goodness. It's the fruit of the Spirit goodness coming forth. Right. It's nothing we can manufacture. Mm -hmm. It's simply fruit that he bears in our life as we surrender Mm -hmm. to him and become that fruitful branch on the vine (laughs) as we abide in Christ. It's so easy, in my opinion, in my experience, to drop into religious activity because it looks so holy. Mm -hmm. And often we get affirmation for it, which Mm -hmm. reinforces how really good we're being when Mm -hmm. indeed that what the Lord is talking about is going to the heart of the matter, Mm -hmm. transforming the heart from the Mm -hmm. inside out. Well, and can Mm -hmm. you imagine Christ hearers when he says, your righteousness must surpass that of the scribes and Pharisees Mm -hmm. because the people held them on a pedestal. Most of them would have been illiterate. They only knew Mm -hmm. about the law, what was given to them by the Pharisees Mm -hmm. and the scribes. And so they held them in high esteem and they did appear to outwardly conform to the law. And yet Jesus is saying, your righteousness must surpass theirs. I'm sure they had to thought, there's no way. Mm. <laughs> How could I possibly ever be that good? Mm. And Jesus begins to immediately contrast that gospel goodness mm. with religious righteousness, mm. the outward mm. versus the inward. You know, you talked about the girls, the group that wanted the checklist yes, the today. Yes. Was that not precious? But it, yes, but it's a checklist. In our flesh, yeah. our flush can conform to a checklist right. so much easier. Yes, it does. <laughs> but that's not what God right. wants in our life. He yes. wants total transformation from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And then we don't have to worry about the checklist because it will just be the overflow 
of our hearts. Exactly. I think that's why so many believers struggle with this whole concept of spending time every day before the Lord, Mm -hmm. because it's uncomfortable at times. Even in the sweetness of the fellowship, often we're engaging in His holiness. We're seeing Mm -hmm. the places we fall short. And Mm -hmm. that's why I think we often, Dana, want Mm -hmm. the checklist. Just tell me what to do right so that I don't have to be disturbed with who I am to be right Mm -hmm. right and we know that's obviously what our flesh wants to revert to and yet it's the absolute opposite of what Christ has called us to yes because it's in the being that we will then eventually do and we reverse everything Mm -hmm. we want to live Mm -hmm. from the outside in instead of the Mm -hmm. inside out yes yes because we have some control over our appearance what other people think we do the word control Mm -hmm. yes it is about Yikes. Yeah, (laughs) well, it is. We want to control even our spiritual growth. Yes, yes. Our reputation. We want others to think more highly of us so that they'll think we've got it all together. Mm -hmm. When in reality, all of us have areas in our life God is still dealing with. Absolutely. (laughs) It just keeps going, doesn't it? You know, and I loved the analogy of the water mains and what Mm. we've experienced with our recent snow and ice and how these water mains broke under the surface. But Mm. there's several feet underground. That goes unobserved Mm -hmm. because unless there's a rupture in the main, the water doesn't gush forth Mm -hmm. and let you know what's going on. But it's those fissures. It's the little Mm -hmm. cracks that we have to be aware of. And that when the water pressure gets low, it creates the vacuum Mm -hmm. in the pipe that literally sucks in the water around the pipe and the dirt and the bacteria and contaminate the water without anyone being Mm -hmm. aware. Mm -hmm. And that therein is that picture of religious conformity Versus absolute heart transformation Mm. because the Lord digs down deep. As we said, it's much deeper Mm. than that. And he shows us the cracks and the places where we're not allowing the Holy Spirit Mm. to have full access and control of our life. And those are the areas that if we don't bring them under the Lordship of Christ, eventually can become a rupture that causes great stress and problem in a relationship. Yes, yes. And it's not just about what happens in our life. It's the contamination of relationships. I love that filth everywhere, doesn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely. And the impact that it has really generationally, if we, you know, follow that on out. I made this note that you said that as the Lord begins to deal with us and the Spirit of God begins to have liberty and freedom to move in our own lives, that we are no longer longer entangled or enticed by sin. I love that. I love that. Because the Lord has a path. He's marked a path for us. He's Mm -hmm. marked a race for us to run. And if we get entangled in the sin, we're not able to Mm -hmm. run the race and the enemy trips us up, distracts Mm -hmm. us, discourages us. And so that's why we want to get to the point that we so love righteousness, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. love Jesus, that we have a now a disdain for our sin or anything Mm -hmm. that would entangle us or prevent us from running the race that Christ has marked out Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, I loved what you said about learning to love righteousness. Because if we love something, we want to do it. Right. You know, it it is really that internal movement Mm. towards something that we want more than we want anything else. And if it requires dying, we love it enough. Yeah. To die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that song we closed with, the words, oh. the lyrics to nothing else were mm-hmm. so beautiful. Lord, just I just want to be in your presence. Yes. Nothing else. Yes. <laughs> Don't allow any other distractions come in. Only you. Not the blessings, just you. Yes. We often fall into the trap of seeking his blessings, his hand. 
rather exactly. than the blessing of communion face to face. And mm-hmm. it's in that place, Dana, like you're talking about, the motivation of our heart mm-hmm. begins to be changed because we don't want it for our own benefit and blessing, but that we might, through our good works, the Father might be glorified that others would see Christ in us. Mm, yeah. So true. Danny, you wrote this week's lesson. There were so many good illustrations <laughs> in it. But I thought about just the illustration you used with the Christmas carol. Oh. And, oh, man, the spiritual implications mm. to that are just profound. They are. And the fact that our future has not yet I been written. I love the fact that, that the ghost of yes. Christmas future he never spoke. <sighs> yes. And But mm. God is writing our future today. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, I quoted you. Your future <laughs> begins with what happens in your heart today. Yeah. Mm. So we have an opportunity to choose to forget what lies behind because yes. the enemy wants to remind us yes. of our mistakes mm-hmm. and our sin and heap guilt and shame upon us so that we don't go forward. Mm. We spend ourselves mm. looking backwards mm. and in regret. But in Christ Jesus, it's mm. washed away. Our sins, though they were crimson, are now mm. as white as snow. Mm. Yeah. And if we really begin to believe the word of God, we can then fix our eyes on Jesus mm. and we can finish the race that he has marked out for us and know that we today forward can write our future with righteousness yes. <laughs> and love yes. and yes. grace and mercy. Yes. And all I, that I made note of us. something you said that we are to see striving mm. in the flesh mm and begin surrendering to the Spirit. And when we live in that realm, Mm. everything changes. Everything changes. It absolutely does. You know, the spiritual discipline we've looked at this week, it was silence and solitude. And I think it probably is the one spiritual Mm. discipline that people have the most trouble with. Mm. I think in our checklist mentality, we can do the check, Mm. read my Bible, check, spend a few minutes in prayer, and I'm off Mm. to the races. But silence and solitude is hard for most of us. Mm. It really is. Why do you think it is such a, a difficult well, aspect uh, of the I, disciplines. I think because it forces us to be quiet before the Lord and then he's speaking to us. And I think we resist sometimes what he might possibly say. Mm-hmm. And so it's so much easier just to be busy about even kingdom work instead of that sitting quietly. I find a silence of solitude a very difficult thing mm-hmm. to achieve. I do. Now, what do you think, Dana? Well, I think there's a difference in communication we're more comfortable with communication than we are communion. Uh, mm, good that's point. good. Yeah. Good point. And if I could just share, um, I have been on a journey in this whole area of silence and solitude. And just to give a little background, a couple of years ago, I walked through a very difficult season in my life that was initiated by a wound that I received. And because it was a public wound, I not only experienced pain, I also felt shame. And the combination of pain and shame, to be honest, crushed me. And I spiraled down into a what is probably the darkest place that I've ever been in my spiritual life. I literally felt like every day I was walking in the shadow, in the valley of the shadow of death, just trying to breathe. My journey out of that place is actually a story for another day. But knowing the background, I think, helps set the stage for what I'm sharing today. During that time, I developed a sinus and ear infection. And I went to the doctor, got some antibiotics, and after a few days, most of the symptoms went away. But what stayed with me was a loud, persistent ringing in my ears. 
I kept thinking that it would eventually go away, and it didn't. So I went back to the doctor and was diagnosed with a condition called tinnitus. It's a constant ringing in the ears, and it just simply never goes away. The doctor said that it was a common condition with no cure for it. I remember thinking, it may be common for you to tell people this, but if you are listening to this, there's nothing about this that is common. And then as I was driving away from the doctor's office, it dawned upon me that I would never hear silence again. Mm. I'd taken silence for granted, and now it was gone. That ushered in a time of grieving the loss of silence that only compounded the despair that I was already experiencing. The noise was so loud that it often kept me distracted during the day, and it woke me up at night. One night, the ringing in my ears woke me up around 3 o'clock, and as I lay in bed trying to just focus on something else, I heard a gentle whisper that was louder than any noise between my ears and a familiar voice that just said, come. I got up out of bed, and I went to another room, and I sat down. No books. That's not really like me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no books, no Bible. I had no words, no agenda. There in the darkness, I just sat. Hmm. And I waited. And then, in the stillness, God sat down with me. And I'm telling you, his presence Mm. was as real as if he had skin on. And he spoke three words. Three words to me that were full of intimacy and healing. He just simply said, you are mine. Mm. And at that moment, my soul that felt like it had been wasting away was gripped by the greatest of loves. And that night began my journey into spending extended times in silence and solitude. Over the next weeks and months, as I would just come to him, sit with him and listen, he would speak words of life to me. You're lovely. You are loved. Mm. You are whole. I am fighting for you. Mm. There were times when I could just sense him singing over me. The more I sat with him, the more I wanted Mm -hmm. to sit with him. And this is something completely different from a quiet time. This is something that became to me one of the most, and is for me, one of the holiest times in my life, God began to allow me to experience his goodness as he began to touch and heal the deep interior places of my soul. And so regular times of silence and solitude, times when I say nothing, think nothing, That requires a discipline to say, I am not going to say anything. I am not going to allow myself to think anything. And it may sound odd. The more you do it, the more you get to the place 
that you just come empty before the Lord. And so spending that time with the Lord, listening to him, have actually become as much a part of my life as my time with the Lord in his word, my time in prayer. It's the place that I've discovered that his yoke is easy. That's right. His burden really is light. It's the place that I have found rest for my soul. It is the place where I have come to know him in such an intimate way that I could not begin to put words to it. But when God says, be still and know that I am God. Ladies, you can trust him to be still and you will know that he is your God. Dang, that's beautiful. And I think for those of you who are listening, the point I don't want you to miss is the healing of the deep and intimate places in Dana's spirit and soul Mm -hmm. that only the Lord has access to. And it isn't until we get still Mm -hmm. and silent before him that we're able to hear his voice like that. And we've opened ourselves up to him. I mean, the Bible says we're laid bare before him anyway. I mean, it's not yeah. like we can hide anything from him. He That's knows. For sure. yeah. The issue is him having access to that area mm. in our life. We allow him to come in and heal, mm. that we're not trying to put things in order or mm. make things happen or just fix ourselves. But we're just saying, Lord, I'm just open to you. And I shared his teaching this morning that even just doing it yesterday, I was doing the same thing, just trying to block out everything and just focus on the Lord. Lord, I just want you. I want to experience your presence blocking everything out, but the song kept coming to me, you know, Mm -hmm. your goodness is Mm -hmm. running after us, running after me. And it was just so precious Mm -hmm. of the Lord to say, my goodness is coming upon Mm -hmm. you. I am for you. Mm -hmm. It's like you were saying. And then for the Lord to prompt me, the moment I stood up, it was call Mm so-and-so. And I called that person and they had a struggle going on, you know, and Mm -hmm. to know, His goodness is coming after you, you know, to be able to share what God had ministered to me Mm -hmm. with during just my 25 minutes of silence and solitude at the end of my study time was so precious. Mm -hmm. And we had the sweetest time of prayer. And when I hung Mm -hmm. up the phone, it was so Mm life-giving. Being in on what the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. is doing just fills you with Mm -hmm. His presence. And in His presence, there is fullness of joy Mm -hmm. at His right hand. There are pleasures forever. Yeah. 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 And I would encourage women... Not to be discouraged if you right. find, if you don't have a large. I mean, I know a lot of young mothers. They yeah, don't exactly. have large. You don't have two minutes to go <laughs> yeah, to the bathroom you really, by yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one one of the the benefits of having constant noise um, in your brain going on is that you learn to block out. I was going to say you don't have to block out. Yeah, yeah. And so there are times even in just a five minute. I'm just telling you, I love the extended times, but there are times when sure. my schedule will not allow. But I get to the place in the day that I know mm-hmm. I just need him. Mm-hmm. need to be still and let everything yeah. settle for a few yes. minutes. Exactly. Like, the sediment like that, needs to go down like that yeah. quote. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. So it can be done from what I'm hearing you say. And oh, my goodness, Dana, I think I might lay in the floor and just wait for a little while to hear your testimony. Yeah. What a powerful testimony. Mm-hmm. You've walked with God for many, many years. And this was a whole new season, it sounds like to me, of something fresh and new he did in your life. I just love that. And I want to add to my, as you're saying to the woman who thinks, well, I can't do that. 
she can start with a few moments. To That's the right. young yes. mom, she can snatch a minute here and snatch a minute mm. there. She can be rocking a baby mm-hmm. and be quieting mm. her heart and soul. It doesn't have to be the extended time. But I love that you said when you begin to build this discipline into your life, you want more. You're not satisfied with the moment or two You crave it. I'm telling you, you crave (laughs) the presence of God. Mm. And you know, your analogy of hearing the noise all the time Mm. in your ears is so the picture of our world. We have constant noise, constant information. It is. It is chaos and everything is hyper sensationalized. Mm. And so we must pull away so that we can allow our spirit to settle so that we can see clearly, hear clearly. It's imperative. I mean, we literally, in our day and age, and I'm sure it's always been this way, but just in the day in which we live, we cannot do without that and be able to really hear his voice. And without hearing him, we can't be commissioned by him. We can't get in on what he's doing. And he is the the healer. He is the comforter, the one who comes in to heal and comfort and and renew. Wow, I think we could... Really, just keep going on this. Well, thank this you for sharing yes, that personal Dana, story. What insight you. that yes. is powerful. In such a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of the lover of our souls. Yes. 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 Our, our bridegroom who mm-hmm. knows us better than we know ourselves mm-hmm. and loves us more than we can even yes. begin to and imagine. longs for us to sit in his presence. Absolutely. Longs for us. Absolutely. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you have given us in your Holy Spirit everything we need for life and godliness. And Lord, as we do pause and get off the hamster wheel of this world, we're able to hear your voice. We thank you that you speak to us through your word. And Lord, we just encourage every woman listening today to take a few minutes every day and just pause to listen to you, to try to get alone, turn off everything else around her that makes noise, block out every distraction, and want nothing else but you. Thank you that you are the great healer of our souls. Thank you that you are faithful and true. Thank you that you love us beyond anything that we can even begin to comprehend. We thank you that your love is perfect. Perfect love casts out fear. Because in your presence... We can truly cease striving and know experientially that you are God. Thank you, Father. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Afterward Podcast is a production of Bellevue Women and Bellevue Baptist Church in Memphis, Tennessee. For more Bible studies and other resources, visit bellevue.org slash women.